and welcome back to Pictorial on Relay FM. I'm Quinn Rose. I didn't go to art school, but I love a good art museum, even one that you're going to without leaving your couch. And I'm Betty. I'm also someone who did not go to art school, uh, but I am someone who loves being in art museums. I have been working as a gallery guide at an art museum for the past eight years, although not right now because it's closed. Um, but that's not stopping us from looking at art. So obviously the world is pretty scary right now, and we are all dealing with this pandemic um, in the best way that we can, which is to stay home and to wash your hands and protect yourself and the people around you. Or if you have to go to work, to take as many precautions as you can um, in this really difficult time. But if you are someone who is lucky enough that you're able to stay home, then you might be looking for some things to do in this time. And luckily, we live in this great age of the internet when there are so many more options for entertainment and education right at our fingertips than there ever have been before. So we decided for a very special coronavirus episode of Pictorial, we're going through a virtual art museum. And so there's going to be a link in the show notes for a bunch of different versions of virtual art museums that are out there and exhibits that you can walk through on your computer and all that. But today we are focusing on the National Museum of Modern and Contemporary Art in Korea. And this is a virtual exhibit that's run through the Google Arts and Culture website. Uh, So there's a lot of different stuff here. And we're going to dive in. As Quinn mentioned, there's lots of virtual museum tours that you can take through Google Arts and Culture. But Google Arts and Culture itself is actually like a a, a big uh, collection of all kinds of art um, that's been digitized uh, around that's been digitized of all kinds of art pieces around the world. So you can uh, so even the museums that don't have a virtual tour of their actual galleries, a lot of their artworks have been like scanned or photographed and digitized in like super super high res into uh, into the app itself. So you can go on and look at it and zoom in and see all these like amazing detail. And actually, in some cases, probably even more. Detail detail than what you could see in an actual art gallery because usually they don't let you put your face right up against the painting um you can't step too close like at the AGO we have usually have like a line in front of every painting and if you walk past it it sets up an alarm or the security guard will like you know tell you to back off but um on on the uh, yeah, on the Google Arts and Culture page, you can you can see a lot of things in like amazing detail. Some things are like thirty thousand pixels by like twenty five thousand pixels. It's like amazing. Uh, but yeah, so they also have these incredible virtual art tours, which is kind of like a cross between the Google Arts and Culture app and Google Street View. So you can like plop yourself actually into the museum and uh, be as if you're standing in it and uh, to like take a street view tour. Uh, Obviously, you know, it's uh, you have to pan around with your mouse or actually I, d- I did download the app onto my phone and you can indeed like pan around with your your phone uh, and and look around which is uh, quite quite nice yeah one of my favorite parts of the whole like virtual museum on the website was uh, they have a couple of sort of featured exhibits that are set up to be internet specific where it actually like you just flip through the the page the web page and it shows you all these different paintings and gives you all this information and the first featured exhibit on this museum was for a korean artist named yu young cook and 
I thought it was really cool flipping through this because as you were saying, they have this basically super zoom. And so you have like sort of the wide view of the paintings and you see like, oh, here's what the whole thing looks like. And then when the information in the sidebar is about a specific kind of brushstroke or information that you would benefit from seeing a close-up view, it zooms all the way in and you can see it in such crisp detail. And it really is delightful experience to be, to be doing this, especially when I was doing it for the first time and I had no idea that was about to happen. And then I was like, oh, oh my gosh, look at look at how zoomed in we can be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You can see like so many brushstrokes in like sharp, crisp detail. It's like, it's almost like an artwork within itself to even see the zoomed in piece. Uh, for those of you who are listening instead of uh, watching um, Yu Young Cook like his work is like um, he's probably what we would consider either an abstract expressionist or color field painter he does these like paintings that are big swaths of color um, you know maybe laid over top or around each other um, he kind of reminds me a little bit of like Rothko but um, maybe a bit more colorful um, and a lot of his paintings when it's zoomed out like it looks like it looks like flat pieces of color but I then noticed uh, when looking through this like online exhibition it zooms it in and then it's it actually you can see the the brushstroke details in the zoomed in parts yeah it's really cool to see especially for an artist like this where a lot of the the artistry is in those details that aspect of these exhibitions was probably my favorite part i like it when you could see that clearly there was a lot of design done natively for this website where it really thought about your experience as a virtual viewer of it Mm -hmm. i would say like i also did a bunch of things where you can plop down basically into different floors of this museum and walk around just like in Google Street View. This was not my favorite part of it, but that's mostly because I am not a huge fan of the interface for Google Street View where you kind of have to click to go forward. I found it kind of disorienting and it was hard for me to get a grasp of where I was in the museum. But I did like how some of the paintings, even in that view, had a pop-up where if you were looking at a painting air quotes looking (laughs) at this painting Um, and then a pop-up would come up and you could click on it and get more information about that painting so I thought that was a really cool aspect but it didn't seem to happen for all of them I didn't even realize you could do that actually Um, let me just check yeah I'm not sure if that's like only a couple of them have them or I'm it didn't it definitely wasn't all of them or either that or I was not doing whatever trick I needed to do to make it work for all of them. Right. Yeah, I just I'm just in a couple of them right now and it I'm clicking on the paintings and it doesn't look like you can uh, see the details um, but yeah I actually I was when I was doing it earlier I was like trying to zoom into like the wall labels next to the paintings and obviously those are blurry so it's not exactly as um, the same as a real life experience because you would actually probably be able to read the labels although you there are like the, the big wall text and stuff you can you can read those are legible um, so yeah it, it, I mean I do agree that like the uh, Google Street View interface isn't isn't the best um, and most likely seeing these artworks in that context is you know not as ideal as seeing it in real life but as we can't do that right now uh, as this museum has been closed since the end of February I think uh, that's the next best thing yeah I did see one really cool thing in the street view version though uh, which is I don't know if you saw the basement floor of the museum in Seoul if you go and click on that, the whole basement, and I highly encourage uh, anyone listening out there when they get the chance uh, to check this out themselves, the whole floor seems to be one 
large art piece that's very reflective and like the full a large room has been taken over by this lots of lights and reflective pieces and it's very interesting because I think I liked it because you uh, could just kind of be in that space and look around and see the whole thing instead of having to try to navigate to different places which confused me in a lot of the different floors but it's also really interesting because it's so reflective but of course this has been done in a way that it's not reflecting anything back because they don't want you to just like see all the cameras in the in the street view or whatever so instead you're just looking you're standing in this giant space full of fractured mirrors and nothing is being reflected back at you which is a cool experience (laughs) yeah I would imagine if you were actually in that space in person you would see yourself or like the people around you reflected back like a hundred times or something um, because it's like refracting all over the place yeah. Yeah, I I would actually say that it is uh yeah, this this particular artwork or installation is more like more interesting as like a virtual tour than just like uh, a hallway of paintings because I think those like obviously the pixelation and the resolution on like Google Street Views um, of a of a painting, like you might as well see the other one, like you mentioned, where it's actually like a picture of the painting and zoomed in and things like that. But uh, when it comes to like um, an experience, like especially with if it's a sculpture or like a room, an installation, it's very hard to convey that with the like, still images on a website. Um, and those are the things that could benefit from, uh, you know, like actually being able to see, simulate a sort of three D ish type of environment yeah absolutely this is definitely a bonus that brought it above and beyond just seeing pictures of things in a museum I'm, tr- I'm just trying to find like what is the name of that particular artwork yeah I tried so hard to find the name I cannot find it unfortunately I tried googling like basement soul <laughs> Museum of Contemporary Art. Like, I really can't find it. And I couldn't find it by scrolling through any of the other uh, galleries on this webpage. So if anyone does know the name of the artist um, or the piece, would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, I'm on the website right now and it's not telling me. They have a list of current exhibitions, but it's not like that's not one of them. So... If only I spoke Korean, I feel like I could figure this out. <laughs> well, they do alas. have an they do have an English version of the website. However, I don't think it's very helpful either. Um, <laughs> but anyway, did you see the one that is like um I guess I would say like a television radio tower? It's like I think it's like when you like first walk in the museum and then there's like a giant rotunda room and then basically it's like a huge tower that's like I don't know, like five floors tall of just like television and it tapers, it's like round and it tapers up to like a point. Ooh. Actually, oh, you know what? I think this museum is kind of like the Guggenheim because it looks like there's a ramp and you walk, you can walk all the way up to the top in like a spiral form. Oh, wait. Okay. I found it. I'm looking at this now. Yeah. I also think there are a couple different buildings. Um, it seems like there's a couple. This is a very large uh, museum, and there's a couple different branches. But if you were looking at this yourself, this is the one that just shows up plainly as National Museum of Modern and Contemporary Art, Korea, uh, with no other descriptive notes. It's just that. Um, and when you click on it, it's this giant tower of screens. So yeah, I think I think that one is like is also another example of like a three dimensional artwork that's really um, that's really good to be able to see in like a three dimensional way. 
Yeah. One other aspect of this website that I really appreciated that I think is just a general Google arts and culture thing is that you could sort the pieces by color, Oh, which I thought was such a brilliant idea. So the, on one, one of the sections is just items that you can look at and see more in, in more detail and get more information about. And one of the options is to sort by color, which I think is great because, of course, like if you see something in Street View or something or you're just thinking like about an aesthetic, you're looking for all that, of course, you're much more likely to be able to identify it by color than uh, necessarily like the name of the artist or the piece. This is also how I was trying to find the basement and I couldn't, <laughs> still couldn't find it. Okay. And they also have it, everything placed on a timeline as well. So you can see like when things were created. Uh, so if you're doing sort of like a chronological look at the museum, you can see like, oh, okay, what what is the the time difference between when two things were made or something like that? Uh, I, I appreciate that they give us all these different views. So depending on what you're searching for and potentially what you're researching, it's already laid out for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think I think that's yeah, that's definitely one of the reasons why like I, I just love the Google Arts and Culture app in general, like it's able to um, even even despite, you know, coronavirus and uh, quarantine reasons, um, you know, if you are halfway around the world and don't get a chance to visit Korea, you can, uh, you, you can see so many of these beautiful and amazing artworks um, just from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, I mean, we started this under the premise of like things you can do on your couch, but I've never been to Seoul. Like, I would, I've <laughs> never had the chance to see this in person, regardless of any external restrictions. So, uh, this is cool at any time. I will say, this has made me really want to go to Seoul and to see this, partially because it seems like such a large, beautiful museum, and partially because I want to walk in that basement. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it is so interesting. Um, I mean, I'm actually, I'm kind of scrolling through another one of their online um, online exhibits, um, and it's called Garden. So it's the one where it's like, um, it looks like a big green painting that's got like leaves and birds. So if you go in, yeah, it has that, like a zoomed in shot of um, that painting that's on the thumbnail so it's called The Days by Kim Bowie I think so I, I, I believe the theme of this exhibit is like garden but um, it doesn't just have leaves and stuff they have like a uh, they have a bunch of different things or actually it's split into a few different themes like uh, the first theme is called like encounter um, and then so there's like a screen projection installation and it has like they look like either little boats or little shoes that's like stringing from the ceiling. Um, it's called Memory of the 20th Century by Cho Duk-hun. So anyway, so it's... Um, oh, and uh, they also... Uh, I guess it doesn't just... They don't just hold uh, Korean art. It's kind of a modern and contemporary art gallery of like all kinds of modern contemporary art because another painting they have featured in this exhibition is uh, Dancers by Fernando Botero, who's a Colombian artist. So I guess it would appear that like, I'm sure there's like a lot of Korean artists uh, in this museum, but they do have collections for, of artists from all around the world. Yeah, I kind of got the impression while looking through that it's definitely sort of Korean artist focused, especially in sort of their special exhibits. But it is an international museum with lots of contemporary art from around the world. It is really interesting because like I've never been outside of North America and Europe. So I've never been to a museum that is that has an international display from a perspective that's non-Western. And I'm very interested in, in experiencing that someday. We can do it a little bit here 
virtually, but then seeing like the differences in how things are laid out and how choices are made when it's coming from just like a different artistic cultural perspective than one that I grew up in. I'm very interested to see like what those differences actually look like. Because I mean, right now we're looking at it on the Google Arts and Culture website. So I feel like it's pretty standardized (laughs) for these different places across the world because it's all under one banner uh, for what this is. But yeah, this has just really piqued my interest about this museum. For sure. Yeah, I personally, like even though I have been outside of uh, North America and Europe, um, I, I haven't really been to a lot of museums or uh, institutions that are uh, like outside of North America or Europe. So um, yeah, I would definitely like to like to go to this museum in person one day because um, and I do think it's interesting because it is a contemporary art museum. So it shows you like contemporary art that's being made by Korean and international artists. So um, it'll be interesting to see how different it is if it is from like a place like MoMA. Yeah, I love how this started. The premise of this episode is to talk about uh, virtual exhibits. And then we've just started talking about where we'd like to travel. Yeah, it's like, oh, let's go to Korea. Maybe not right now, but like, as soon as it's over, first destination. (laughs) So, I mean, it would be great for us to do like a remote uh, pictorial episode from like Korea. (laughs) So let's kickstart it. Okay. (laughs) All right. Ideas for when COVID-19 is over. Um, I did just want to point out, like, I, I just, I saw a piece that I just really like, I, just because of how, like, stunning it is. Um, it is in that garden um, exhibition page. So it's a piece called Wave Ripple by uh, Cho Young Won. And so it's like, a, I think it's actually a big block of wood that he stained black. And then he's actually carved these like ripples and rings and it looks like there might be bowls or something in them and it's like it looks like ripples on the water but it's carved out of like a block of wood and it's just like so beautiful and obviously so crazy how you know like something solid could look like a liquid and I it does look like it's really huge so probably on the screen I'm not even able to see it in its full detail Um, but yeah I just really love that piece of work yeah that's extremely intricate that's beautiful Uh, I I would say both of us probably agree that like the best experience for for um online or for this google arts and culture experience are these like specifically made to be an online exhibit collections uh because you know that i think the experience in front of your computer screen is still um different than going in person i mean until they can do like actual vr tours of museums which i'm sure somebody has done by now yeah but the google arts and culture website uh does have a lot of resources especially for a time like this so there's all those uh sort of international museums that are highlighted in that article that's linked but even if you just go to the main google arts and culture website they have like all these featured paintings you can also do things like look at murals that they photographed uh they have the international (laughs) space station you can take a virtual tour of so there are a lot of other possibilities even beyond uh, doing like a street view walking around an exhibit And there are some other museums that have like online capabilities as well that aren't included necessarily in the Google Arts and Culture. I mean, if those are more for tend to be like research focused, like if you're looking for a specific thing, lots of museums have online resources where you can find records of those. But like 
Uh, even like the Louvre has virtual tours. If you go to directly to their website, um, you can take like a virtual tour of some of their exhibits. So if there is a museum that you're thinking, oh, I'd like to go there someday, maybe now's the time to take an hour and Google and see if you can check it out virtually. Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm just scrolling through the main Google Arts and Culture page, and I found one of the, I guess, featured articles is um, four things to do with your camera phone from home. They So they have um, a list of, I believe, apps that you can download. So one of them is called Art Projector. So you can... Uh, I think project a painting onto your <laughs> onto your walls using like um uh what's it called augmented reality so that you can I don't know have like a Van Gogh or Monet painting <laughs> projected onto your get that sweet sweet Instagram post yeah exactly and then uh, there's the art selfie where you can take a picture of yourself and then it'll tell you which. I guess painting you look closely um, or your face is mostly most closely aligned with and oh yeah this one I actually knew about before which I really love Um, it's called color palette so you can uh, I've actually used this before for like design projects I would take um, my camera I would take a picture of a painting that I think has a really cool color scheme uh, and then it will take a picture and it will actually uh, take the uh, the colors that are on the on the painting and then give you like its color palette and I'm not sure if this is the same app I use but the one I use it will actually spit out like the Pantone the RGB and the CMYK codes of these colors so you can use it in like a graphic design project you can use it in like an interior design project you can paint your walls with these accents and I'm just like oh my god <laughs> so anyway wow do that because i'm sure many people have been home for weeks and are running out of things to do there are only so many netflix shows that's awesome so much out there listen we hope everyone is staying safe and that you're all doing well um hopefully in your respective homes and if you are out there in a hospital or, or working in a grocery store wherever you are that you have to be out and about Our best wishes are with you, and we hope that you're all doing okay. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for everyone who is doing something that is, you know, keeping society alive. (laughs) Um, And uh, I think if we all stay home when we can, then we will will continue to survive. Absolutely. We don't know how long this is going to go on. Uh, We will be still making episodes. Most of them are probably going to be back to the usual uh, and of just like, our topics from around the world and probably won't be too pandemic specific in the future. So uh, stay tuned. <laughs> now you can find uh, our show notes at relay.fm slash pictorial. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram at pictorial pod, or you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at aspiring robot FM. And you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at articulations V. And I am also on YouTube as articulations. And speaking of YouTube, we also upload these episodes onto YouTube, uh, where we will insert visuals of what we speak about on the video itself. So you can watch along. Thanks for listening, art enthusiasts.